welcome to Telling the Tale. I'm your host, Mitchell Farley Wolf, and I'm here as always with Dustin Jackson. Woo! Dustin, oh, how please. are you? How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better than I was doing before this. I I I'm fe- I feel like a million bucks today, Mitchell F. Wolf. How are you feeling today, boy? I'm feeling like ten million bucks. Oh, okay. Which is the hmm. amount of money that is a, a pivotal uh, source of consternation, you might say. Wow. In the events of Tales from the Borderlands, Episode 4, Escape Plan Bravo, released originally on August 18th, 2015, directed by Martin Montgomery, designed by Burnelm and Malding, written by Breslau and Burnelm, this is a game. This is uh, the penultimate episode of Tales from the Borderlands. Not the That's... penultimate episode of the series Tales from the Borderlands, which is now more than one season. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the second to last one Telltale did. Yeah, um, I can't wait to talk about uh, Tales from the Borderlands Escape to Africa. Um, hmm. Is that is that like a is like a comedy thing? Is that a joke? <laughs> that was a little joke, like Madagascar escaped to Africa. Hmm. Didn't like that movie. Too boxy. <laughs> Too boxy. Not a fan of all those boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him out of here. Too angular for for me. Uh, <laughs> for my taste. For my taste. Draw your like animals my movies more a little naturalistically. Softer. DreamWorks. <laughs> Yeah, FYI, that's not how a hippopotamus should look. Not how any of my dreams have worked. <laughs> wow. Call out post. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you're reminding me of this one very uh, tinfoil hat style forum post I read back in the day. I want to say this would uh-huh. have been uh, 2009 or so. And Do tell. It was looking through the <laughs> the corporate rivalry between DreamWorks and and their their company structure and Microsoft, and implying that Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts art style was this uh, like corporate rivalry call out to the <laughs> Madagascar movies. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'd say that. I can see similarities, <laughs> but I think that might be a little. Uh, well, the, uh, taking things a little t- farther than they need to. Well, one, there are similarities, yeah, but but two, like if you're gonna if you're gonna expand that far to say that Microsoft is feeling a rivalry with the Madagascar film franchise, they're basically <laughs> feeling a rivalry with everything. So why this specifically? <laughs> why, why, why? Do you think that was really where it came from? They were, they were assured of themselves. It was one of those. I don't remember all the forum posts I've seen. If I did, my brain would be so heavy. Uh, even more than it is. Even more than my big brain is now. But uh, some of them stick with me, and that's definitely one of them. I, I really like that it's specifically Madagascar. Yeah, just the angular animals of it all. Yeah, it. although, like, I don't see any... Obviously, there's no rivalry between the two, but I never really thought about the similarities in, in the designs before. 
Um, hmm. It's not nothing. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I don't know if it's all. <laughs> you know the what? Way this guy. This. But this it's... person might be onto something now that you talk. <laughs> now that you bring it up. Yeah. It, it's. I wouldn't say they're correct in quotes. I might say it's not exactly wrong. <laughs> it's not impossible. It's not impossible that they do look the same. I mean, that's all I want to say about it. I don't need to say <laughs> that they they have any kind of reason for looking the same. They just sort of do, and that's fine. It does. Yeah, think about it. Of all the things, this one is a thing that does not matter. Let's talk instead about Tales for the, uh, from the Borderlands, Episode 4, Escape Plan Bravo. I'd love to. I'd love nothing more. This felt like a very... Um, I'm going to use this phrase for the second time in this podcast, but for a very different reason and in, with a different meaning. A very nuts and bolts type of episode. And to explain, not like the video game Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts, <laughs> more like... Oh, thank you. Just the nuts and bolts of how the plot works. Let's. I felt this episode go by at a very quick pace, which I am appreciative of. Mm-hmm. Um... But I'm I'm going from event to event in a way that in the past two episodes, I don't really feel like we did. Those were like building character, building tone, uh, building suspense and stakes. This was like, okay, we're doing the stuff now. We're, we're, we're right. doing things one after the other. Yeah, this episode's about carrying out your plan. Mm-hmm. Like right from the get go, they're yeah. explaining this plan. Very early in. Early on? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, we don't even see the opening credits until, like, chapter three. Yeah, and I I guess every Telltale game has these numbered chapters, but I don't think about them because I don't get <laughs> achievements for finishing each one of them <laughs> most of the time. Right. I definitely am getting achievements for finishing every chapter of this game. Uh, and it tells yeah. me exactly what number chapter I just finished. And it went by like a flash. I remember clocking it for chapter one and two. It's like, okay, that was chapter one, then chapter two, then the opening cutscene, then chapter three. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was chapter six. And I, I felt like I was just breezing through. <laughs> Easy peasy. Well, yeah, it, I mean, these games are not hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it's hard to get the outcome you want, but you will progress. Right, mechanically it's not hard, just whether or not you uh, making the choices you want to make. And I will say, this episode had a couple choices where I really had to stop and think about it. And I hadn't had that in this game up until now. You want to start the episode by talking about those choices? Okay. I'd love to hear yeah, let's about do your that. thoughts on those. Okay, I mean, it's, it's not that complicated, um, but... Well, don't... So... Okay, come on, we're doing a podcast. Don't undersell our own <laughs> conversation. It's not rocket science. Yeah, don't don't uh, <laughs> say it's not complicated. It might they might think so. <laughs> the okay, listeners. Okay, how's how how about this? It is rocket science. Yeah, is that awesome? There's rockets okay, in glad. this episode. That's true. Technically, this is rocket science. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the first big choice. Um, so this is after we've got this plan all set up. So uh, there's a big Reese choice has... before that, but I, I I'll I'll talk about that later. I want to hear what you're about to say. 
Oh, I was about to say the part where, uh, so Reese is telling them about how, uh, the part for, uh, Gordis is in Handsome Jack's office. And after you tell them, uh, Sasha's like, hey, hold on a second. How did you know that? And you have the choice of whether or not to tell them about Handsome Jack or not. And boy, you feel, I felt like, you know, I should probably come clean and tell them, you know, we're all in this together. We're all friends. But Handsome Jack is over here going, hey, mm-hmm. don't do that. Do do not do that. You will fuck up everything. <laughs> and yeah. in a way where it doesn't seem like him just being a smarmy douche, it's not him going like, hey, you know, if you, if you want to go ahead, if, whatever. It was him straight up telling you, hey... Do, do not um like he seemed pretty sure about it even though it felt like a good idea to tell them and so what did you do for this choice mitchell did you inform them of handsome jack or did you leave them in the shadows i was playing this one a bit pragmatically and i did not tell them okay uh, and it, it it did bum me out to see that sasha who i'm now invested in somehow <laughs> uh w- looked at me disapprovingly for having done that <laughs> she looks at you and says i'm disappointed in you mitchell f wolf yeah she looks through the screen uh <laughs> i'm i'm wearing 3d glasses all of a sudden <laughs> by the way if you wear any glasses which i do you wear 3d glasses that's true you're still seeing things in 3d yeah unless you wear a monocle that's 2d um but yeah she she seemed because she knows there's something going on and Mm -hmm. uh my attempt to say like no no no, no, i'm just trying to get focused on this plan she didn't buy it she bought it enough to say like okay whatever it is it's it's your business and you seem fine so i won't push it but there was clearly a a lack of trust right well do you want to know what happens if you do tell them about handsome jack so that's what you on account of that's what i did okay yeah 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 tell me they get really pissed off at you for Whoa. not telling them sooner. I mean, they t- yeah. you told them then. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what I was thinking. Was I was August like, come on, I'm telling you is, now. Is it just the two girls? Um, oh, I forget. I think this was, I think August was there. So now August knows? You see, that that would have, I don't remember that, but if I don't if remember either, I could that, be totally wrong. That would influence me to not say because i don't want to tell august that or like i don't want to tell anyone other than my the the core group right yeah um yeah i told them they were like what the fuck why didn't you tell us sooner you ass and i was like what the, i'm telling you now i thought being honest was cool <laughs> um yeah and handsome way Jack's to make like, me not wow. want to tell you things you just get mad yeah handsome jack was like wow did that go how you, you wanted it good job <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I do like Handsome Jack's um, specific style of of pragmatic approach here because it, I imagine that in the main Borderlands games where he's like actively the enemy, it's a, that pragmatic approach is is mostly levied on like the lives and deaths of other people and right greed and manipulation. Where it's just wholly a bad thing and the specific comedy stylings of Borderlands 
could take that and make something kind of gross and like not fun for me for mm. for my taste. Uh, but the pr- pragmatic approach of this AI version of Handsome Jack locked inside of Reese's body has only been cool so far. It's been very cool for me uh, to to like watch someone in that position where you can tell like okay this is someone who's just not getting their own way no matter what they do <laughs> they they can't be like they 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 can't re-embody themselves very easily they can't do their own thing they can't manipulate anyone outside of Reese uh right. so his a lot of the time his uh his advice for Reese is just like Hey, this really is just in your best interest because I'm I'm trying to help you out too, and that dynamic has been cool to watch because you definitely still get the. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about the ending of this episode when we get to it, but um, you you get the impression he's still like a bad guy and the bad guy, but he's not right. working against you at all. Yeah, he. For all intents and purposes, he is trying to keep you alive, uh, since that's where he is. Yeah, alive. <laughs> uh, no, but he's actually dead. But he's a that's little true. alive. He's kinda. Yeah, I, I, science isn't like adult enough to figure that one out. But, um... but I, I will say they. So they're pissed at you in the moment, but as time goes on, like. When you're buying the clothes later, they seem a little more understanding and less at your throat. I bet that because part just Reese... doesn't change. Yeah, because, um, oh, no, because in that part, Reese was, like, apologizing oh, to oh, okay. Sasha for it. Cool. For me, he was like, yeah, look, uh, I'm sorry about earlier, uh, this, all this stuff with uh, Handsome Jack, it's throwing me for a loop too, so I wasn't really sure what the best course of action was with this. Uh, and he says, uh, he's not using that as an excuse, it's just what happened, and he's very sorry. He's wee-wee sorry. Cool. Um, I'm glad I didn't do that then, because I'm not yeah, sorry. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, I was very on the fence. Like, I wasn't sure what would be the right route to go. And I like the choices that really do make you think, like, that could have a good and negative outcome either way. I I think it's more effective than, like, doing something bad or doing something good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I like those choices that really challenge you more than just a morality thing yeah because the game assumes you're moral to a point yeah uh, like your your approach to morality can differ play through to play through but for the most part you are assumed to be a good person things like death to innocence and the takeover of the galaxy are imprinted into you as even though this is a game about making your own choices, saying whatever you want to say in, in, in dialogues and things, you're not going to like that. You're not going to yeah. uh, prefer that for your version of Reese or Fiona. Uh, so it really just comes down to how do you accomplish it, which is yeah. um, f- from a story standpoint, I think a little uh, it's, it's a little emptier than The Walking Dead. 
Um, right. But from from just like an action game standpoint, although this is not an action game, um, the idea of just like, hey, there, we clear goal here, clear, clear, uh, not vague, not abstract, not long term. It's a clear short term goal. How do you do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that all that's that's been minute per minute really fun to to see yeah. through this series. Definitely. Um. Would you say you like this episode more or less than the last one? Um, I thought the last one was pretty strong. Um, I I think I would say I like the last one more. Uh, but this one's good. Yeah, yeah, I I'm totally there with you. Uh, I I would say I like the last one more because when we were uh, getting ready for this podcast episode, I was writing down my golden moment and such. And I had a hard time isolating a particular moment that I thought was really, really great. Um, and and I, I have one that I, I think is really good. But uh, last episode, it was easy. And, and uh, yeah. well, it was easy to get like a few and then it was hard to narrow down. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the last episode is, is, is better just on that level. I agree with you. I'm glad we're on the same page. So, this this uh, episode, high level, is all about going to Helios, which is the space station that circles around the planet, and looking for a part for the Gordas Project, which is this robot who's very nice, um, and it's it's just somewhere on the space station. You find out from the Handsome Jack AI in Reese's head that the part is in Handsome Jack's office. So you need to get a spaceship, go to the space station, get inside Handsome Jack's office, get the thing. That's the whole episode. Good plan. Yeah, it, it's it's a solid plan. Um, in, in, in every every step of the way, it, it's... Um, like, it. the plan is easily encountered. Uh, they need a spaceship. They go back to Scooter because he's a mechanic. Uh, they need access to Handsome Jack's office. They, Reese just asked Handsome Jack to do it. Uh, through the entirety of my episode, the other people never find out about Handsome Jack and Reese's head. Not even near the end? There's no, like, revelation? Uh, well, no. Not even then. Although, based on how the episode ends, I imagine they'll find out pretty instantly in the beginning of the next episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah they never find out awesome yeah that's that's already an interesting thing um do you want to talk about scooter i would love to talk about scooter scooter's great in this episode i didn't feel like we'd see scooter again now i know we won't yeah (laughs) and now we well i i i don't know I do. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Scooter, uh, with the help of Janie, who is Athena's girlfriend, and Athena, remember, was knocked out and captured by Valerie last episode. Mm-hmm. If you can't keep all these names together, it's. I feel like this is a, a very difficult series for us, for uh, people who are only listening to the podcast and maybe didn't play the games. 
Right. People who don't quite have all these characters and names down yet. Even I'm having a little trouble remembering, like, the names of uh, Valerie's scouts that go with you. It's it's like Filch or Fe- Fletch or F- Finch is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> we, we said we really liked the names last episode, but they don't stick in there, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um... I have them written down in my notes from last week. Oh, you Finch, Finch, and Kroger. Okay, yeah, they are very good. Uh, Finch. So I, I did say that. I did say <laughs> yeah, that. You did. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, Valerie's it... like the the big bad mafioso mafiosa, I guess. Um, woman on Pandora who's trying to get the Gordas project for herself, and she's. A really heavy hitter. Right. And, uh, yeah, she she basically makes you go and get the Helios, or the uh, the part for the Gordas Project on Helios. And She kind of uh, takes yeah. a back seat in this episode. Yeah, she tells you what to do early on, and then you do it. So you're not yeah. in contact with her for that much. Although Finch and Kroger do come with you and are there in spirit pretty much the whole time. Right. They still don't really do much, but they are there. They are they're watching you in, in telling multiple you that parts. if you mess up, they'll come in and shoot you. <laughs> because they're just really <laughs> cool like that and they just want you to remember at all times. By they're the way, just a couple you're of being cool graded. Dudes. This will be on the test. <laughs> um yeah, they do go with Reese to get uh the disguise as well. Yeah. Which uh, which backfires? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's focus is, on Scooter. Uh, yeah. So you go back to Scooter's catch a ride, and he just agrees to make you your spaceship. Um, Sasha's like, uh, he's he might be pissed at us, and he's not. He Scooter could never be pissed at you. He's just one of those kinds of people. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> um I like that little scene with uh Athena's girlfriend, Janie Springs, her name is. Janie Springs is a good what name. A name. She's probably from a thing. Yeah. Because we it, know Athena is. Yeah. Like it doesn't add much to the story of this episode, but it is just a nice little uh scene. To show you that there is more going on than just what you're immediately focusing on. Mm-hmm. Um, Janie asks, did she say anything about me before they took her? And you're given the option of saying, she said she loves you, or she just was taken so fast. Um, I told Janie that Athena said she loved her, and I earnestly don't remember if that happened or not (laughs) i Uh, also told her that but i was pretty sure she didn't say anything okay she was that's where i was leaning but yeah i didn't remember what's but what's athena gonna say like if athena's saved what's she gonna say she's gonna say i never said that what the fuck yeah she's gonna be like "Mm, our our thing is a lot more pure lust (laughs) (laughs) there is no love in this relationship (laughs) it's only physical (laughs) (laughs) Get it straight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I just I just figured there there would be no downside to saying this. Get get it get it straight, Jamie. I'm here Come on. for the bedroom, not the living does that room. Does that make does that make sense to you? <laughs> Do you think of yourself as someone that could be loved? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a question to be asked. <laughs> So, uh, it's determined that because of the difficulty of space travel, they need to have an onboard mechanic just to make sure everything goes right. It, of course, does not as, um, I mean, that's just storytelling. If you need something, you'll use it. Right. Wouldn't it be something if they needed a mechanic and then just it never came up ever? (laughs) Uh, yeah. There there was, uh... (laughs) There was a review of the game Boku no Natsu Yasumi I watched recently on YouTube where uh-huh. it was pointed out that there's a, a moment in the game where someone says, look, there's probably not going to be robbers or anything in this part of the country <laughs> at, at this time of year. And then there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. Yeah, that's a that's a great... Great review. That's all I need to hear about a game in order to get like, mm, okay. <laughs> that That's good interested. game design. Yeah. They told you how it was going to go, and that's how it happened. Yeah, you should believe them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, the, the rocket thrusters. If it ain't the rocket boosters, it's the thrusters, you know? Obvi- yeah. You know, if I had a nickel, they're heating up. They're they're about to explode, even. And uh, these are the kinds that you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> so they they cut them. Vestigial b- rockets. Yeah, these are the kinds you you actually don't need to have. I guess. Uh, yeah, get rid of them. So Scooter and Fiona, mostly because I think Scooter just likes Fiona, but he says some bullshit about how oh, well you keep a level head, so it's definitely you. Uh, those two need to get bubbled up. They just have like a, a spacesuit that is a bubble that goes over the head, and I guess that's enough. It doesn't even go completely over their heads. I was looking at that, and I was like, that's more like a, a visor. Yeah. Well, in general, science fiction overdoes how yeah. little you can uh, exist in space. You can exist in space for like some time, especially if you have air Yeah, without a like spacesuit. If you ask, like, this doesn't actually work, does it? All they have to say is, no, it does. And then, <laughs> and then you're good. It, well, not just that, but, like, in real life, you don't need a spacesuit for, like, a couple seconds at a time. Right. Yeah. It, it's very cold and or very hot, depending on what part of space you're in. Um. And there is no air. But if you have... I guess this thing this thing gives you air, so the air part's taken care of. Yeah. You're probably good. I mean, not yeah. like indefinitely, but... But for that little bit anyway. Yeah. This, this was a, a topic of conversation in the year 2017 when Princess Leia was shot out of a spaceship in a uh, in an explosion and used the force to get back and i i saw so many people who were absolutely sure of themselves they were like i went to middle school i know the science and uh <laughs> were, were, were 
furious that her eyes did not immediately pop out of her body. Guy, that doesn't happen like that. It's... It, you can do it for like a couple seconds. And she has the force. Let her, yeah, let also, her live. It, it absolutely works that way. Yeah, and also, I've seen Jimmy Neutron, and they're out in space in those little rocket ships without spacesuits or helmets or nothing so yeah Laika the dog has been alive in space for 50 years yeah so did you consider that one did you think about it because every yeah, time i start time. crying and asking if like is still alive the people say oh yeah 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 don't worry so it definitely is yeah i do it a lot <laughs> uh the, the <laughs> i i thought it was pretty interesting how they set up this death. I it was a little transparent what they were doing, but I I still liked it. Uh right. There's two thrusters. So Scooter goes to one of them. Fiona goes to the other. I did I guess just spoil that Scooter dies, but uh <laughs> <laughs> what you need to there it's it's this like opening and shutting door that's opening and shutting really fast. You need to reach in, press a button on the inside, and then reach your hand out as fast as possible. Or else it'll clamp on it. Yeah, or, or else it'll clamp down on your, your wrist, and it'll be done. It just won't open up again for some reason. I don't know why it wouldn't open up again after it detects yeah, your wrist. Yeah, Fiona there. didn't really try. Well, you, 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 the player playing as Fiona, have to time it, so when it's open, you just... Reach in real fast, reach out. Uh, right. And But Scooter is not so lucky. Nope. Uh, so you successfully remove Fiona's part of the rocket. Uh, Scooter's is still on there. And uh, he didn't get his hand out fast enough. So you need to release the rocket from the main ship body with Scooter still on it. Right. See, that's where Scooter went wrong. What he should have done is pulled his hand out faster. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, man. Why didn't he do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, before he dies... Before he is shot off into the void of space and then exploded. Which is why I think he's dead, by the way. Because he shot up uh, into the void of space and then exploded. Maybe he jumped off. You can't... But he the, he, the problem was he, that he was attached. Well, maybe at that point he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you have the option of saying like, No, 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 don't... We're not going to leave you behind. Um, doesn't matter. You got to leave him behind. And then you yeah. have the option of Obviously, saying... Obviously, I'm going to say no, no, no. Like, hugging, good, saying goodbye, or kissing, or, or doing nothing. You can give him a handshake. With his other hand. Yeah, his <laughs> free hand. His hand that's not busy right now. I gave him a little kiss. Uh, I gave him a hug. You know what? You have a sense of propriety about you. I can't, can't diss that. That's uh, good on you. I, I just don't... I just don't remember seeing the option for kiss. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I just don't like kisses. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not a kisser. Too wet. <laughs> mm. 
I like my public displays of affection very dry. Uh, no, there was definitely an option to kiss. Uh, you you kind of give him. Like, I'm not a, saying a kiss I'm not calling you a liar. The mouth to like a cheek area, right? Not not exactly. I'm not calling a, you a, a liar, Mitchell. Kiss. I just didn't see it. I saw a hug, and I went for hug. Yeah, it, it's clearly something where like, okay, Scooter wants this, but Fiona doesn't. But like, if Scooter's dying, Fiona's gonna maybe I don't know. It, it it's a nice <laughs> thing to do for a dying man. Right, kiss him on the cheek. It's not like he's gonna tell people about it. No, he go he goes firing off into space, shouting, "Catch a ride! Catch a ride!" In a way that makes me think this episode should have been called "Catch a Ride" because last episode was called "Catch a Ride," and we talked about how that was just an extremely lame name for that episode. Right here, it would have had a lot of. It would have tied weight. in, yeah. Not only that, but it ties into them catching a ride up to uh, Hyperion. Yeah, this is called Escape Plan Bravo. It's not even an escape. Johnny Bravo's not even in it. Wait, this really isn't an escape. It's a heist. <laughs> Who came up with these names? Were these names like shifted? <laughs> were they it's, were they shifted one ahead just by accident? It's possible. I mean, it shouldn't be possible. <laughs> why <laughs> why did that happen? <laughs> maybe they just did maybe someone got the wrong memo. It's the name of it. Yeah. You you have a few people check that. <laughs> well, you know, telltale it's not was like it? the 575th episode of Pokemon was mistaken for the 576th. This is, there's <laughs> only five. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a little confused. Nothing wrong with that. Wait, do you think so? What? Like, uh, it, I mean, it's possible. I I would think it, it, it seems unlikely. Like, it does seem like something that someone would step in and say, Hey, uh, those names are actually in the wrong order, but I don't want to say it's an impossible thing to have happen. Yeah, I guess the question is, this episode is called Escape Plan Bravo. Why? Yeah, because there's no escape. And then last episode was called Catch a Ride. Uh-huh. When there was no ride to be caught. I mean, I guess the car, but like... Yeah. It, it does actually tie into this episode more. Yeah, and I bet escaping Helios is going to be what the next episode is about. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me so angry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could sense it in your voice. I can hear the quivering. Wait, is that really what? Damn. That sucks. <laughs> Gearbox. I hate this game now. Yeah, I'm blaming it on Gearbox. This can't be a telltale thing. <laughs> okay, I, I feel confident in that. <laughs> It's gotta be. Wow, yeah, they just got the, the, the names wrong for the <laughs> for the episodes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the name of the last episode is, but wouldn't it just be too nutty if that if it was like the name that would be better for episode uh, three? Yeah, like in in the last episode, we're gonna meet a character named Bravo. <laughs> and then I would be actually angry and upset. <laughs> 
I mean, if if they have a, a plan to escape, but then need to take the plan B, we will know for sure that these episode titles were just out of order. Yeah. He Reese looks at the screen and says, Okay, and now this is Escape Plan Bravo. <laughs> and Fiona just rolls her eyes like, We had that last month. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> um... By the way, I'm looking at the release dates for everything in this season. This season is on track to take a full year to release. Wow. I wonder why. Do you think it's just because Gearbox had to come in and, like, okay everything or what? Or do you think um, it just took longer to make? I Yeah, I don't I don't think it, it Gearbox okaying everything would take that long. Mainly because I I think Gearbox gets a cut and they wouldn't want to delay their own game. Right. I don't know if this is just, if this becomes like a regular pattern for Telltale going forward or not. Yeah, that's actually a good question. We should keep an eye on release dates as we go forward. But I don't, Mm -hmm. I, I think it's probably just because the scope of like how big each episode is and how many models need to be created for each episode are, uh, it's just a lot bigger than anything they've done before. It does feel a lot bigger. I I do get that. So I guess I guess it's worth it in the end, especially now that we're playing it now years after the fact and don't have to wait multiple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well, with with like The Walking Dead, I thought mm-hmm. of those games as quite a bit more story and animation intensive than a Sam and Max episode. Right. But Sam and Max has, like, other things about it that, like, it, it certainly had more detailed environments uh, with with more physical space in most of the Sam mm-hmm. and Max games uh, to explore w- with the playable character where you're in charge of walking. Uh, Man, I, I really, I wish Season 3 Remastered was out. I'm jonesing for some more Sam and Max. It's wild to me that you would play a Telltale game other than what we got. <laughs> to do <laughs> other than yeah what I, I, do. I mean i probably wouldn't i haven't even played the remaster of season two yet because of that yeah um i mean i do want to see um, i guess it's i know what there's the remaster of season two is going to look like i think there's a lot of ways they could take the remaster of devil's playhouse that could be uh yeah i'm very interested in it especially with like the screen filters for some of the episodes uh, it'll be interesting in seeing what they do. Yeah. Um, but that's for another day. Yeah, the, we're, we've we've jetted through Tales from the Borderlands. I think pretty fast. And yeah, even though we we did have some technical difficulties that slowed us down, we it could have been even faster. Yeah, exactly. It's it's been pretty on track, other than the once. Yeah, this could have taken a year. That's true. We could have really dragged our feet. Oh, you know what just got me very worried? What? What if The Expanse takes a year? What if Wolf 2 takes a year? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) How are we going to do that? Um, hmm. <laughs> that did, that didn't even occur to me. This whole time, every time it's been brought up, even though I know they're going to be episodic, I just think to myself, "Oh yeah, we'll just do it like this." Yeah, it'll it'll just come out. Uh, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, because if they if they reach their target release date, even though they, I don't think they've given dates for either of them yet, but they have said 2023. Uh, if they reach that, it'll be during our show still. It would make yeah. no sense not to cover them as they come out. And we should probably even stop whatever we're doing mid-season and cover the new episode when it comes out. Um, right, right, I agree. What if it just takes a year? <laughs> <laughs> what about I a guess year, that's though? I guess that's just how it's gonna have to be. Huh. It could be longer. Yeah. We'll just have to take like multiple months between episodes, I guess. Yeah. We'll finally be like every other podcast out there. That's not what most podcasts do. <laughs> I know, just some of them. I listen to this I listen to this occasionally I listen to this Scooby Doo podcast called Fred Says Fuck, uh, which is a great podcast. But they do an episode like once every like six months. What? <laughs> yeah. What is their they what's just, their format? They just talk about like a couple Scooby Doo episodes per episode. <laughs> uh, I do listen to a podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart, and uh, every American Thanksgiving, uh, the five hosts watch Paul Blart Mall Cop Two again, and and talk about how it was this year. <laughs> it's a good it's a good show how was it this year uh this year there was a lot i don't want to just summarize some other podcast you could be listening to right. instead of you don't ours wanna, <laughs> don't spoil someone else's podcast on our podcast but i'll i'll say there was some discord among them because one of them was given permission by the producer of the show to not watch it but they didn't Whoa. know which one of them it was and that person also had to watch the movie Here Comes the Boom instead. Um, <laughs> but and like the, for the first half of it, while they were trying to suss out who it was, there were just there there was a lot of uh, <laughs> there was a lot of just a weird undercurrent of distrust among all of them <laughs> as they were trying to say like, okay, one of you didn't have to watch it this year. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. It's like a it's like a who done it mystery. Yeah, it's a who done it, but the crime is just not watching Paul Blart Mall Cup too. <laughs> oh. I've never seen Paul Blart Mall Cup too. I've seen the first one. I never saw either of them. I it's it's bad that I do recommend it. It's bad that yeah. I do, but I do. It, cool. Yeah. You could do it. <laughs> we could do anything. There's, in the first movie, there's a moment where Paul Blart uh, goes into a near-diabetic coma. And... That sounds hilarious. He, he just falls to the ground. He's still uh, conscious and everything, but he, he can barely move. He, can barely, he barely has the strength to, to walk around. Uh, so he, like... He waits until some ice cream melts, and then the melted ice cream kind of, like, drips across the floor, and he just hoovers it up with his little mouth, uh, and then that saves the day. Awesome. Yeah. The whole movie's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want more of that... <laughs> yeah. whole movie's like that. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Awesome. Uh, it, it, the, Paul Blart Mall Cop 1... I meant to say one. I haven't seen two. That movie, the first one, came out during the heyday of the Segway. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I never saw anyone in real life use a Segway. Oh, in, in Southern California, we got some. We definitely had we some. We got some Segways. Uh, but haven't seen any in, in years. Because I think too many killed people. <laughs> I think uh, oh, people were, were starting to realize... Oh, this is one of the more dangerous vehicles we've ever created <laughs> as humans. Maybe let's not do that anymore. Because if you trip and fall over yourself, you go faster. Right. That's that's what I want the least when I trip. <laughs> I guess I'll watch it someday. <sighs> nice. Another one in the books. Uh... <laughs> Just... <laughs> chart that one down how, how do you feel about scooter's death to return to the show that the show's about <laughs> to return to um, the actual shit we're doing i thought it was a good scene obviously i didn't want scooter to die yeah i it, it kind of felt like okay where's the expendable death here and soon i bet finch and kroger like one of them or both of them can kind of Fred Weasley it out. They're I- exactly the the right amount of important to die here and kind of have a kind of feel like something. Right. Fiona even says it, it cuts back to her talking to the the bandit that has them captive. And she says that was the first casualty of the mission, which I feel like implies there's definitely going to be more. I thought that was Reese. Oh, it was Fiona for me. Interesting. Well, yeah, they say uh, that was the first, like with an em- emphasis on first. So yeah, we're seeing more dead people, although depending on our actions, they might be different people. I bet they're it's not. true. That's that's true. They could. I'm be. glad that it I'm glad that it only took until the fourth episode to have someone die. And it's not a huge uh, like we're losing people left and right, like in The Walking Dead. Yeah, um, although I will People say... People on our team, anyway. I will say that whenever whenever they take this approach to, like, character deaths of, like, okay, the, the story should have a character death here, and you bring in this character who wasn't even, like, in the main party until this episode, and then kill them, and then make me feel sad, it's like, well... Right, like Ponce de Leon in Cl- Clone High. Yeah, like, it, I, I think if this was Sasha or Vaughn... You would earn it. It would feel earned. It's very interesting how Vaughn is uh, once again in the back seat in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cassius took Vaughn somewhere. He yeah to eat dragon fruit. Yeah, he says, "I don't know where I am." Like he's over the radio. I don't know where I am. Right. But there's dragon fruit here, and I'm eating that. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're busy cool man yeah we we got grown-up shit to do do you think what is that like what's that about yeah that's two episodes in a row it it's crazy yeah i'm i'm drawn to saying oh that's chris hardwick being you know people have found him to be sketch and maybe they were trying was, to distance that... themselves but no that was way later yeah, that's what I want to think, think it's ju- because like that's just my main association with Chris Hardwick these days. But right, that that did not yet happen. Yeah, do you think it's just because he's expensive? 
I mean... I don't know how expensive he would be. Yeah, like, he's he's not a typical VO, right? He's not... Right. He He's not, like, doing this all the time. So, no, I don't do you, think so. Do you want to know another weird connection this has to something we were talking about earlier? Um, sure. So, Kevin James played uh, Paul Blart Malkart 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he also played Otis the Cow in the Stop Nickelodeon it. No, movie we've done this part. Barnyard. We've done it. <laughs> we've, this has come up on the show several times. Chris Hardwick <laughs> played him in the TV show. Do you remember it coming up or are you for real right Are you for real right now? <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, but it was interesting like those other times it came up. Hey, you brought up Kevin James Mart Blart. Yeah, but okay, that was the first time we did. That's Yeah. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> well, yeah, think about it. It is weird that a Kevin James voice was replaced by a Chris Hardwick voice. They're not the same voice. Yeah, I mean he does find enough in the show. It's just an interesting choice. I I guess Kevin James doesn't do much voice acting other than Hotel Transylvania. Well, they but both don't. I guess it's Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting to go from one to the other. Yeah. Maybe Kevin James will replace uh, Vaughn in the last episode. What did you think about... Okay, so Vaughn's still gone, but somehow we got Patrick Warburton back. Yeah, but in a, in a way that's interesting, because he's not... I could have sworn that's the reason why they killed off Vasquez in the last episode. Because... Like, Patrick Warburton does do a lot of voice acting, but I still can't imagine him being, like, the cheapest one out there. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that they kill them off, but then still keep them around. I like it. It's just uh, funny. Yeah, I think maybe post-Walking Dead, we should not be assuming anything about Telltale budgets anymore. That's true. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe they can just afford it. Maybe they are the big boys who can kind of swing their budgets around yeah money never runs out <laughs> yeah near the end they the problem was that they spent too much so let's not assume that they spent too little <laughs> at any point from here on <laughs> in the show that's true um yeah yeah so vasquez is dead but reese dresses up and um sort of sci-fi's up a vasquez disguise even including a, a voice changer so he's patrick warburton for like half the episode right um i liked it i thought it was fun i thought it was fun seeing him try to uh say things that vasquez would say yeah he does uh <laughs> he does in a way that like i i think you're given the perception of vasquez from before this episode that He's just such a big cog at the company that no one checks him on his bullshit. Right. Um, but you're now Vasquez and you're doing the thing that Vasquez does of just like making fun of people and calling people cock blocks and things and stuff. And hey, you're really stupid. Yeah. And, and uh, that ends up actually <laughs> reflecting back on him because you can tell everyone else was feeling the same way reese was everyone else is like okay man i i hope i get to kill you someday you're just the worst you 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 actually suck yeah 
uh, <laughs> there's an option of uh, they ask you, okay, Vasquez, what were you doing on Pandora? And you have the option to say your mom, which I definitely <laughs> took. I didn't. What does he say? Does he just say that and not expand on that further? Uh, no, he, the the guard says, my mom's been dead for months. <laughs> and then he says, like, look, you're on some weird mission for personal reasons on Pandora. No one at the company knows, knows what you're doing. And the first thing you do when you get back is make fun of my mom's memory. And then Reese, as Vasquez is just standing there, just going, um, yeah. <laughs> it, re- it really doesn't work. But people, because of that, believe that you are Vasquez. So. Yeah, you being a total asshole to them is in character. Yeah, it, it, it was convincing more than not. Yeah. Uh, and then we have quite the quite the double cross. Yeah, Yvette, who's a character I don't even know if we've brought up because she doesn't come up that much. I think we brought her up a little in the first episode. Yeah, I would believe that. She's but like the, the third of the triumvirate of uh, of Vaughn and Reese. Well, she was. Yeah, not anymore. Now she's now she's yeah. mean. Now she's mean and bad. Yeah, so she knows that there's something in Reese's head that's very valuable. It turns out to be Handsome Jack himself. Who would have guessed? Um, and she made a deal with Vasquez for them to kill Reese and bring back his head. Which is gross. Ew. Yeah, there, speaking Someone's of, head? Speaking of head grossness, there's, there's a whole other scene we didn't cover where you need to find Vasquez's face. Uh, and... Uh, there was a skin pizza party that the the psychos of the Borderlands universe have thrown, uh, where each of them has just collected a face to put on their face. Yeah, it it at first it just seemed like Handsome Jack was uh, you know being cute with it. He thought he was making a little joke, but no, it was an actual pizza party. There's pizza all over the place. Yeah, they really did throw a skin pizza party uh, with faces. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm in in favor. <laughs> hey, whatever makes him happy. Yeah, I have I have in my notes here that Yvette's a shitter. <laughs> she really is a shitter. Yeah, and actually, I have in my notes here with a with a question mark and exclamation point. Yvette's a shitter. <laughs> so yeah, she's a shitter. Uh, she was gonna uh, sell you out, and you have you have some options here as well. I had Reese as Vasquez say, "Wasn't he your friend?" Because I I thought that would be a cute thing for Reese to do, to be very upset right. by it. And she was like, uh, "Yeah, but he was gonna die anyway, and I need his head yes. for money." Yes, she says they were dead the second they reached Pandora. Yeah, I mean. What a shitty thing to say. Yeah, he was in contact you just with lie. her a lot. Yeah, it's it's not like they died. He had been reaching out to her the whole time. Yeah. It... But I guess I guess that's why the plan was for Vasquez to go to Pandora and kill them. Mm. Um Yeah, eventually it it just the, the, there's a lot of other stuff that happens here on Helios, but to to cut a long story short, 
Um, eventually, you go up through the trap door that <laughs> Handsome Jack had in his office just to randomly kill people, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just just when he feels like it. You find the, uh, the part of Gordas, and then Handsome Jack says, Okay, look, you're in this chair. This chair is decked out with a lot of controls for all of Helios and all of the Hyperion Corporation. Right here, right now, you could take over Hyperion. What do you say? Um, and you either reject or take over Hyperion. What did you do? I rejected Hyperion. I rejected it too. E- even though I felt like this choice was really good because I did have to pause and really consider both options. Um, Like, if you take control of Hyperion... You could make Pandora better. You could make some really good changes. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like at that point, you know, with all this bullshit going on and stuff with the event and stuff, I feel like Reese would also just not want any of this. But also, Handsome Jack is still not to be trusted, I don't think. If you accepted, who knows what he would do. Um, Well, you see what happens if you reject it, which is that... He takes control of your arm real quick to plug your head into the chair. And from that, the Handsome Jack program escapes from Reese's body and just into Helios as a whole. Yeah. The whole space station is now Handsome Jack AI. Yeah, whoops. Whoops. Uh, and then that's the episode. I, I, I would maybe push back on this choice being awesome. Just, just for my personal taste... This felt a lot like, okay, I know what I want to do here. And it's sort of like outside of these choices. I'm not being given the option to do the specific thing I want to do. That feels not good. What was your specific thing you wanted to do? Well, earlier during the uh, the face pizza party whole episode, Handsome Jack is talking to Reese. And... Jack asks, what do you want to do when we get through all this? And you have the option of saying, I just want to go after that vault, or I want to take over Hyperion. And uh, I said, oh, screw Hyperion. I'm going to do something completely different. We're going to do something against Hyperion. We're going to build up our own stuff. And when I said that, Jack was like, oh, yeah, I love that. That, now, Now we're talking... Like a disruptor. Now we're talking. Now we're now we're cooking with fire. Now we're uh, playing with the big boys, if you know what I mean. Like Handsome Jack was <laughs> into that. Uh, so right. what I wanted to say was just like, no, I don't want to take over Hyperion. I still want to do that. That's the th- you liked it before. Why would you be not now? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it comes out is if you reject Hyperion, it's it's a binary choice. You only get two options. So I had to say reject because. That's closer to what I was saying of like, mm-hmm. I just want to strike out on, on our own. Um, but if you pick that, Reese is like, screw you, Jack. And I'm like, no, Reese. <laughs> You're blowing it, buddy. We, we had agreed earlier. Just keep that. Uh, but you can't. We were on the same page. Yeah. And that's uh, that. that's always a breakdown when you, when I you see run into that I, I, in a telltale game I like agree. This. I hadn't thought about it, but I do agree. That's that's it's a little deflating. Yeah, um, because if there was some way 
of Jack saying like, oh, hey, by, by the way, before we go, you should uh, do this thing. That, that'll, that'll really mess with their finances or whatever. Like that to me would make <laughs> sense of, of uh, something I think Reese would do in that moment. But Reese wouldn't take over Hyperion. We just talked about how that's silly. Yeah. Like just now. It is silly. Just earlier that day. And and you treat me like this? <laughs> uh so so yeah, I, I didn't like the choice that much at the end. Yeah, I thought it was cooler before you said that. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I I'm uh <laughs> You ruined I really it. Really do ruin these things a lot, huh? <laughs> nah, it's okay. You didn't know. Mm. Well, hmm. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, is there anything uh, anything else we want to talk about before we talk about our, our segments? I mean, I think we covered basically all of it. Like you said, it's a pretty uh, easy, breezy, you just go right through it kind of episode. Yeah, there are a lot of things we didn't talk about, but they all kind of like built up to that final moment where Handsome yeah, Jack takes Yeah, we over. talked about the important stuff. I would love, may, I would love to find out, and I bet it's not different, what happens if you you agree with handsome jack at the end yeah i bet it's that not different yeah maybe i might look it up okay <laughs> um, i guess we'll see before you do what's your choice cut uh my choice cut was gonna be joining or oh, rejecting hyperion I don't, I don't like it when i talk you out of these things i want to see some i want to see some well guess what buddy <laughs> <laughs> well guess what you did Damn. um no but if it's not that i also like the choice at the beginning on whether or not to tell them about handsome jack because like i said i did have to really stop and think about what the outcome would be for both of them so there is a choice earlier than that oh and that is my choice cut what is it G- lay it on me so valerie saying at the very very beginning Okay, Fiona, you're going to go and get me that gorgeous part. And you have the choice of whether to just go with her or not. And I think mm-hmm. no matter what you do, it's going to lead toward uh, Valerie getting her way and you have to go get the part for her. Right. But that's not why I like it. I just like it because of, of the specific kind of characterization you can give Fiona and Sasha in that scene. Um, so first... Mm. I say, no, I'm not going to get the part for you. Absolutely not. Even though she has the strategic <laughs> upper hand, I think Fiona would just not agree to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm just choosing not to do it. Well, it turns out what she, what are you going to do uh, has an answer. And it's yeah. stick a knife all the way through Sasha's arm. Yeah, uh, which is interesting since she seems pretty fine afterwards. Yeah, it doesn't really come up that much. It, it never comes up again. Um, and you know what's something well, well, on this you, you sorry a, I'll, I'll let you finish well, you get a second choice after that and, and I think that one's even better because it lets you say look it, it, it lets you say either no again or yes or fine but we want to cut and if you say fine but we want to cut which is what I did um, Reese says are you kidding me she has a knife through your sister's arm but then Sasha says you shouldn't have said yes, uh, which which I think is great. Like it, it, it really fleshes out the character of Fiona will 
even in that situation, try to get some, something out of it for herself. Like, she is friendly. She is kind of, kind of uh, clumsy. But she does get her way in these manipulation tactics. Uh, and, and, right. and Sasha is is very idealistic. Would never just give in to that. Even with a knife through her arm. So yeah, uh, even with a big knife, yeah, it wasn't that big. It, it, it can it can speak a lot to how you'd like your version of Sasha and Fiona to act. Yeah, I you know what that is a good choice. I respect that. Uh, how about your golden moment? Um, so this was an easy one. My golden moment was the finger guns pretend shootout with the uh, the accountants with all of yeah the accountants. Okay, yeah, that was fun. I didn't pick it only because I'm it doesn't still add so anything confused to the, by it. <laughs> it yeah, it really doesn't add anything to the story, and it's very weird. But that's why I like it. it yeah. They everyone there just perfectly goes with it, and then at the end once reese as vasquez is leaving it hangs on the on (laughs) the crowd for like a couple seconds and then it shows them just all get up and continue their day yeah i was wondering if like is this because fiona and reese are just acting it out for the the stranger in the desert like are they Uh, all finger gunning because that's what they're doing here and it was an actual fight or are well, these people actually finger gunning? Well, that would be weird because that. Why wouldn't they have done the finger guns any other time they've used their guns? Yeah, but why did this happen at all? Like, <laughs> why, <laughs> why did any of this happen? Because it's fun. It is. It is fun. But like, am I to understand? This is a regular <laughs> thing at this company. Like these these people just have a, like a finger gun tournament every week. It's possible. I was kind of thinking, what if it turns out that... So it started out seeming like the they, the um, accountants were very uh, cross with uh, Vasquez, which they are. But I thought it was going to turn into like, oh, no, they were just joking around. That's just how it is. That's just what happens. Uh, you know, they play a little game. Um, yeah. But it doesn't really seem like that's... They seem like they just did it. Well, Reese just buys into it immediately. Yeah, he's just immediately on board. Um, Which makes sense, because he used to work there. Maybe he was part of these finger gun games. Yeah, maybe he's just aware of it all. He knows how it all works. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because the accountants are like, I know you stole $10 million, but we're still mostly going to leave it up to like this game of finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite parts is when... um, Reese is uh, finger gunning. He's like spinning around, uh, pretend shooting everyone around him. But then uh, he stops and and his guns start clicking. And one of the accountants says, he's out of bullets. I've been counting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe that part fucking rocks, actually. (laughs) It's just the most bizarre shit in the world. I love it. Yeah, I I wonder if in the next episode there's going to be... Like, will that show up in the the recap? The animated recap of uh, of all the stuff that happened? I hope it's the big climax of the season. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, yeah, just a weird thing. My golden moment is something that happened at the same time as that. Ooh. But with Fiona, uh, where she's giving the tour. She, My golden moment is the tour that Fiona gives of Handsome Jack's, like, museum. That's a good one. Yeah, she needs to make up everything, and uh, her, all of her tourees are people with, like, weird Handsome Jack masks, and they're all just mega nerds, but also they seem to not know anything about him because they buy all the lies. Yeah, and when they when they start getting skeptical, one of them says, I bet you made up half of that. <laughs> yeah, which is just like, why, why make up half and not the other half? <laughs> it feels like an half all of or that nothing. I could buy. Half is the most wrong you could be. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good scene. I I liked the illustrations for like the paintings. You were you're given. Uh, oh yeah, those are good. You're given a choice right as you get to Handsome Jack's office. There's this force field that would fry you if you uh, if you went in there, and you notice it before the tourists notice it, and they ask you, "Can you go in?" or "Can they go in?" Uh, and you're given the choice of just letting them walk into their death. <laughs> <laughs> into the force field or saying no uh i did i did let them just <laughs> all five of them immediately just ran into their deaths and just got like vaporized instantly that's funny i didn't let them um i said uh that's that's probably not a good idea you probably shouldn't do that and one of them i only had one of them disintegrate one of them just says hey whatever we should be allowed to do this try and stop me and they just instantly gone. What did the other four do? And the, uh, they just run off. They're like, this isn't a tour. It's a death trap. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, all five of mine <laughs> just instantly I, burned up. I think yours is funnier. Yeah. That should be the canon way to look at it. Yeah, I feel like if I were Reese in that moment, I wouldn't allow them to die. But Fiona would. <laughs> just the visual of all of them just gone yeah they all go in and then the door shuts in front of them and then the uh, the security guard goes oh did you oh, that happened again look you're on your own i'm not cleaning that up again <laughs> uh but yeah that's a good that's a good little moment just the, the the whole tour uh i got fiona to say that handsome jack ate one diamond unicorn a day <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I had her say that uh, it was his steed that uh, shits out guns. Uh, yeah, I had I for the gun part. I said that the unicorn uh, grants three wishes, and each of Jack's three wishes were for guns. <laughs> you know what's something interesting that I hadn't realized up until now? They really don't swear that much in this game. Uh, yeah, that's true. They do a little bit, but even then it's just kind of, like, lower tier swears. Like, they say ass a few times. Yeah, they definitely say ass uh, and, and damn. But no hard... I I don't recall any, like, F words. Any, any uh, fuck bonds. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there are. Um... That's, that's interesting to me, because it seems like the kind of game that really goes over the top... But in other ways, so it's interesting to me that this is one area where they really refrain. Yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of feels like Guardians of the Galaxy in that way, where like it has the vibe of something that goes really hard and and is 
explicit and gory and sexual but then when you think back like oh yeah that was that was disney it's not i did i guess i didn't see anything that crazy yeah because like you still see plenty of people die it's still a very violent game but just in terms of uh language it's pretty cleaned up yeah the i wonder i wonder what the the choice is there because there is some of the worst gore (laughs) that you could have in this game do you think it's just because, do you think it's like the ESRB wouldn't let them because everything else is so, cre- like, the violence being up so high, do you think they, so it's rated M, do you think throwing in more swears would make it too much for an M? I don't think so. Too much but... for M? No, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. It's really the only thing I could think of. Maybe they were just exercising restraint on their own accord. Yeah, I, if anything, if it's rating related, which I'm, I'm not convinced it is, I just think it's a style choice. But if it were rating related, it would probably be like um, Peggy or Australia's rating board or, or, or something that could push something beyond the M equivalents more readily. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. because ESRB, it, it takes a, it takes quite a bit to get above M. Yeah, I could see that. I could see it like, look, you can have all this violence or you can have a bunch of swearing, but you can't have both. So pick one or the other. Yeah, it, and, man, the ESRB, such, such a weird system, like 13 year olds in the world should know about sex, probably 13 year olds right. should not know about like skin pizza parties yeah faces being <laughs> yeah faces being that's that's bad that like preparing people for a world in which sex is a norm is true <laughs> like that that is that's true to the world preparing people for like total gore as a norm doesn't have to be <laughs> you are going to see faces peeled off in your everyday life. <laughs> like sex does need to be normalized to you or else you go crazy. Right. Gore does not. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> also, ESRB doesn't spell anything. It's ESRB. Yeah, Ezra. Yeah, he's my favorite the Flash get, I can't... actor. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> uh so who is your weekly guy? Fiona. Ooh hoo, hoo. that's is that two Fionas in a row? No, because last week was Gordas, but yeah. you gave some heavy praise to Fiona last week too. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sure if I gave Fiona one of these, but uh, I really like her in this episode. She's she's great. As the tour guide especially, she's she's just rocking it. Uh mm-hmm. great character, great acting great writing uh yeah like i i said i did say this before fiona's really uh climbing the ranks to be one of my favorite telltale characters yeah she's really good i agree and i think this is a season that has lots of very memorable fun characters Uh, yeah and she's near the top yeah yeah i like reese Um, i like uh i like gordis i like sasha um vasquez grew on me near the end Mm-hmm. Before he died. Before he died. <laughs> yeah, Scooter was um, fun for a second. <laughs> yeah, Scooter. Scooter's my weekly guy. I I, I believe that. Cool. That makes sense. It's he's it's just, earned. He's just a he's just a nice guy, and then he dies. Yeah. 
That's all it takes, I guess. Yeah. Be nice and then die. Well, that's the episode. That was an easy... I feel like the last episode was really long. In a way, I really enjoyed. But I like that this episode, it, it didn't need to be long. No, no, no. We got through it pretty fast. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah. You, you said it, buddy. Next <laughs> Next weekend... Next not weekend, gosh, how do you end these? Tales from the Borderlands episode <laughs> 5 is coming next week. The final episode of Tales from the Borderlands. And then we'll be dump, uh, dumping. God dang. Gosh dang, Dustin. How do you end these hey, shows? We will be hey, jumping. Hey, they can't all be winners. We'll be jumping into new Tales from the Borderlands episode 1. The Gearbox one. The one they made this year. That released recently. We'll be jumping into oh my that. F- oh my flipping goodness. Yeah. Are you excited or, or like kind of apprehensive to jump into such a modern game for this podcast? I'm a I'm a little apprehensive. I mean, not because of that. I'm just a little apprehensive because uh, I have heard opinions have been mixed. But I'm going to go in and make my own opinions. Yeah, it, it, it does have people working on it, or it had people working on it that uh, were from Telltale. So mm-hmm. it, it's not a complete other company. I guess legally, in a technical sense, it is a complete other company takeover of a te- uh, Telltale franchise. But it feels like there's lineage there, and the original game was made under Gearbox's purview as well. So I... I'm excited just to see more of this style, but knowing that it's not my good buddy's recent Fiona and it's like other things. Yeah, that's already a damper. Yeah, that's a bit of a damper. I, I want to see more Fiona. And I don't I like need to these play Borderlands 3 to do it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, until next week, be nice and then die. Yeah, maybe you'll be our weekly guy. <laughs>